Hello, and welcome back to the podcast that's all about looking and feeling your best. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> or not. I'm Emily. And I'm Sammy. This is not what this is about. This is, that's not it. That's not it's it. It's so much more, actually. I w- I would say it's about everything maybe but that. Like, we're here to giggle about how we're maybe maybe doing not so great. Yeah, and we're situating ourselves in a world of celebrities that are also doing not so great. And it just kind of makes us feel a lot better to talk about their trials and tribulations. <laughs> and yeah. triumphs. Yeah. Um, I'm in a place of, I rewatched Chernobyl again. So, <laughs> okay. Why have you connected so securely to Chernobyl? <laughs> Chernobyl, the I, HBO series. I need a lobotomy because I've watched this series like four or five times. And four or five? It is some of the most challenging to witness images I have ever seen in anything. I know. I, and the wait, worst part I have is that nightmares about me too. People's skin falling off from nuclear radiation. Me too. And <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. If it's all you consume, <laughs> well, I haven't. It's like over the years. Like maybe it's a once a year thing. I need to so stop sorry. doing it though. You're not. No, no, I don't but... want to make you sound crazier than you are. You I have am watched crazy. it a lot, but it's not no. the only thing you watch. <laughs> I am crazy because what is the mental health condition where all I watch is reality TV and HBO's five hour series on <laughs> the Chernobyl meltdown? What's <laughs> What is that called? Because I don't know, but I just knew you would love it when I watched it. It was it's great. And mm-hmm. it's it's scary, but like real world world scary and interesting and you like learn a lot about mistakes and how to avoid them. <laughs> I feel like it is mm-hmm. a real learning lesson for everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. Like I don't know why. No, you're laughing, laughing because like what's because you're always trying to get me to watch better television like high quality television and i've latched onto one and i've really latched onto it and i won't mm. and i still am of the state it's where i become a comfort watch, watch. <laughs> yeah and you're like that oh, is the now most we're getting fucked up it. that's so fucked up what yeah i need like but that's okay my comfort watch is like die hard or whatever <laughs> predator <laughs> that's fiction like well i guess it's fiction too but it's based on real events anyhow that's just a barometer of where I'm at. I'm not saying that this is a positive thing. Well, but here that's... you go. Now you're like showing your multitudes because in just in last week's Patreon, you were like, I think it's so tacky when something's based on a true event. Like, I just wouldn't watch anything like that. I don't know why I said that. That's not true at all. I stood well, by d- that. No, duh. Like, half the things out there are based on true events. Like, it's not like we're re- reinventing the wheel, but you just came out, you were feeling that day. <laughs> and there's many, okay. like... like academic critics who agree with that that it's inherently tasteless to make art about real human tragedy but and Mm -hmm. then there's many most people disagree because how else are we supposed to like process things well that's i think that the chernobyl meltdown is one of the great craziest like one of the wildest worst case possibilities for what could happen to human beings and then also Absolutely. all the pe- all the people that were on the site, it was basically like a ticking time bomb for them to the eventually succumb. Is the, well, the, they, they were to okay to their at illnesses. First. Mm-hmm. The people and got so, sprinkled on. Oh my god! Yeah, but even just the people that were helping out on site, like to know that, like, okay, they've maybe got a couple of years left. Like, I think it just it is the conclusion of my like catastrophizing worst case scenario type of thinking. And no, and sometimes that can be soothing in a way you're like to i'm not like, crazy things can go really really badly and, and people if, if they just listened wouldn't have like yeah and my yeah. family like it's so weird too too that my family used to live in one of the parts of of um the ussr at the time when they left like that was one of the worst affected but they had to leave in the 30s so it's just like what could have been i don't know i don't know oh my I'm not- god yeah no, well, I hope we inspire at least one person who hasn't seen it to revisit this. Or not. I don't know. Well, right, if you want to learn more, but it's not an easy watch, of course. Um, No. Except for, for you. For you, and now it is. It's <laughs> it not, goes no. down like... I am Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm, mm. No, you're not at all. I just rewatched the Murdoch murders. I watched the whole thing, 
And I was like, what the fuck? Like it blew my mind. And I was like, immediately I need to run it back and watch it again because there's, it's so dense with crazy information. And it's obviously as dark as it can be, but I feel like I'm learning a lot when I'm watching it as well, if that makes sense. And I think oh, yeah. you are with, with Chernobyl as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's educational. I had a mutual friend of ours say that from listening to the podcast, it's made her realize two things that one, she loves trash pop culture and reality TV more than she wanted to previously admit. And two, that she's more mentally ill than she had realized. And I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Our impact. I know. Our reach. <laughs> um, Tra- trashier and crazier. That's where we strive to be. Where is the merch saying that? <laughs> I mean, I actually, because this is the first like pod of the year, I was going to say that we could look back on the past year, maybe not too extensively, because whatever. I don't need to do a big, flashy yeah. highlight recap. <laughs> but I'm like, we had a big year. You got married this past year. Yeah. There were some really high highs in my year. And some really low lows. <laughs> you, yeah, I know. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I put out a book. Um, I moved in with Ollie. Slay. Like, yeah. Personal but, life slay. But... One of the things I've been trying to turn around, like really is like trying to turn a train around, but is just not really celebrating those wins. Even when I do have a win, like not actually feeling positive about that. I don't know like if that makes me sound like an asshole, but I, I didn't no. feel great about my accomplishments really at all this year because of my mental state. And so I'm just like really trying to change that. And how I'm doing that is, do you know Miss Rachel on TikTok? <laughs> No, I don't. She like talks to babies. It's like content for like toddlers. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just trying to like Miss Rachel myself. Like she's like, good job. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, Gen- like gentle parent yourself. Yeah. But like, you tried your best, and some days that's all you can do. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Look what you did. You put your laundry away. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm trying to celebrate all my wins, but like I have to over. I have to over exaggerate. In order to yeah. course mm-hmm. correct. That's so beautiful, actually, and really inspiring. Yeah. I do you know your Enneagram number? Have you ever done that? I've yes. done it. I don't remember it. You don't I remember? Think. I was gonna throw okay. out a number. It's I'm bullshitting. I don't know. <laughs> you were gonna lie. <laughs> I'm a calculator um. <laughs> dash eight. No, I don't know. I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Um, I'm a number four, which is like the most problematic. <laughs> I think of the whole thing. It's like wait, Enneagram has really... like a shit number. They're like it's like it's like depressive, suicidal, like extreme, like self pitying. Thinks they're the, the most like needs a lot of attention, and like the hot, the good things don't really hit. Like they just prefer to stay in a state of misery. I'm like oh. They're like, like, if you have a four in your life, cut them out. They are toxic, they're toxic as fuck. They you don't need that energy. energy. <laughs> Give all your friends a quiz and say bye-bye to fours <laughs> in 2024. Yeah, there's also some people who try to make it positive. It's like, it's creative. It's artistic. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. But um, yeah, it's, it seems like it'd be tough. It'd be, it's just... I've seen you also, make a painting. <laughs> I think it's like an exaggerated way of human nature for most like pessimistic people. You just like the wins just don't hit the same. They don't stay, but the losses fucking shred you. Is that our strong Virgo placements or are we just born this way? I don't, I don't know. Or I don't know, but I'm, but I'm turning it around. A lower vibrational extraterrestrial demonic entity attach itself to (laughs) And when are we going to have that conversation? <laughs> we can't rule it out at this point. <laughs> You've been sending me things where I'm like, I feel like this is trolling, verging on, we're getting serious about these. <laughs> I'm like, obsessed with her, that auric reader that I posted. I, on, I can't the, stop. She is so confident with her opinions and she's making a living off this, doing auric readings for people. And her celebrity ones are so outlandish. They are outlandish, and the problem is the first video that you sent me of her, I looked in the comments, and they were like, what's the worst aura you've ever seen? And she was like, Britney Spears, exclamation mark. And that made me... <gasps> I know. That mm-hmm. is so... That is dead. Wait, listen, I think she's dead wrong. <laughs> I want to make that clear. <laughs> mm, 
Okay. I am not. I love the way she phrases things in her like imagination, her like harmful and unwell imagination. <laughs> really entertains me, but like I don't agree that Selena Gomez has been possessed by this ugly alien. <laughs> yeah, the the alien tells her to blast people in the Instagram comments. <laughs> it's not her fault. The alien whispers, don't let it go. Yeah. Get back out there. Let's see what the Jelena Stan accounts are posting today. <laughs> We're a hundred. It's a hundred comment thread and no one's ever going to see it. Respond to it. Get in there. Get into a reply of a reply of a reply on a Stan freak show TikTok account. <laughs> yeah. Saying that we don't, we don't like your shitty boyfriend. Tell him. You tell him. That'll show Your boyfriend him. from when you were 17. <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about Benny Blanco. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but she was responding to a Justin Bieber one yesterday. Oh, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> no, no. It was one of... Um, that has to be a... an alien possession because, <laughs> like, that is over and done, babes. You gotta let that ship sail. There's, like, probably a, like, a couple of 11-year-olds that are still on that train. <laughs> like, it was an edit of um her getting asked on a red carpet like the, the interviewer was like so you've spoken about how justin bieber has influenced you throughout your life and like how has he contributed to the person you are today and Selena goes um i just don't think anyone actually cares and then it was edited into like i'm a bitch i'm a <laughs> oh god not the <laughs> i think and then she she like liked it and people were like please selena stop liking bieber stuff like you keep the story alive and it's disturbing everyone get a finsta like a normal <laughs> yeah, person like stop like from your to your heart's content from a finsta oh my god but she lives for the drama she thrives off of it maybe she's yeah, also no. a four Br- <laughs> sounds like it she's definitely the most toxic one <laughs> Whichever one just really relishes in playing the victim. Um, that's her number, her Enneagram. Um, okay, wait. I want to just tell tell the girls what we're up to today because we're switching it up. We're making it fun and fresh. We're throwing you a curveball in 2024. Watch out. Watch out because... We are doing a, this is probably not going to be anything noticeable to anyone but us, but we're, (laughs) normally we do pop culture recaps every week on our Patreon and we do um, deep dives into pop culture girlies, cult stuff, all that good stuff on Patreon. We're doing our pop culture recap on the main feed to give you a little taste of what kind of unhinged energy we're serving over on our Patreon and we're doing our show recap on our patreon did i explain that really confusingly we're just swapping i think you explained it yeah Yeah. and we're covering we're covering the season finale of real housewives of salt lake city yep it's gonna make television Mm -hmm. history uh yeah i know we've been due to cover it all season because it's been an electrifying history making season Mm -hmm. um but we're gonna cover the season finale and as of recording this that has not aired yet so we don't know what kind of people we're going to be um, at the other end of this episode, but we're going to be covering it up on the Patreon. And that's that. And enjoy this free preview, this post-Christmas free Patreon preview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's our gift Wait, to you. Christmas? Post-Christmas? Pre? Yeah. It's post-Christmas right now. Yeah. That's what I said. Did I say pre? I don't know. I'm like, Christmas? <laughs> We're, we're it's, over I'm that. No. <laughs> God, I triggered we're, you with the Christmas. We've moved on. <laughs> I did say because we're giving something at a time when people, like you said, are broke. Yeah. Because we are giving you. We're giving mama. <laughs> we're giving mama. We're giving you guys whatever, again, whatever you want us to be. That's who <laughs> will be for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That would be uh, such a good like Tinder bio. <laughs> uh, would it? It's a, it's also it's just like an old Lana Del Rey song. Like I'll be whatever you want me to be, Daddy. Yeah, I think putting Lana Del Rey lyrics on your um, Tinder profile is a good way to get like 
kidnapped maybe um (laughs) but that's just also dating um let's get into our first hot topic of the day uh and i think we mentioned this offhand maybe a while ago but i call them hot topics to honor wendy williams and i'm still just like no one's seen her in months and months i know i know it's not good her son is worried about her and her accounts have been seized and he can't contact her. I'm really worried. Mm-hmm. I know she could be probably in some kind of fucked up conservatorship or something. I know, but I know. Okay. So first story of the week, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, someone who is thriving has been released from prison. People have gone wild I think, as we have said, maybe a little too wild. Mm, um, yeah. There's headlines about how, like, she's trying to meet Taylor Swift. Okay, she's not actually going to meet Taylor Swift. That Taylor's never going to let that happen. No. <laughs> you guys if, are crazy to think she would do that. If you have any level of controversy in your past, like, unless you're Selena Gomez, you will be forcibly removed from the premises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not what she's doing. But I... I got really worried because I was late night last night. I don't know how much credibility there is to this. I hope it doesn't happen. But I popped in uh, on my feed. There was a Eugenia Cooney was doing a live Mm -hmm. on TikTok. And she was like, oh, I guess someone just had just asked her if she's going to meet Gypsy Rose Landry. And she's like, Oh yeah, we're, we're meeting up with her next week. It's going to be me, my mom and Jeffrey star. We're meeting her in California. Hmm. And I was like, your mom and Jeffrey star need to stay away from her. Yeah. That's not a good connection for her. <laughs> that's a cursed reunion. But do you think she's, maybe she's into YouTube. Gypsy yeah. But Rose. even you're into YouTube, like Jeffrey star as is like, uh, has been cast out to the fields of Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's how problematic he is. Even James Charles is still up and at him, but Jeffree Star is such a bad person that he had to flee to Wyoming. I thought you were kind of a Jeffree Star head. Um, excuse me. Back. (laughs) No. (laughs) What? I thought you were like, I'm just like so happy for him that he's like living his dream on a yak farm. And I, I like his content. I thought that was your... Did this come to you in a dream? I'm fascinated by his yak ranch. I'm not, like, happy for him. He's not a good person. I'm very but fascinated were you a fan? Him. Yeah, back... But, like, back when... Okay, I'm not was... saying... I'm not saying you're co-signing Before whatever I... he's done. I can't even keep track of his cancellations. But, like, you were a fan, right? Yeah. Back when he was in the mainstream YouTube. Okay. Back when he was just making Again, tutorials You don't need to be so cagey. I'm just checking. <laughs> you know the man <laughs> i yeah i condone everything he's done no i i i don't know yeah i used to i used to just sit and watch hours and hours of makeup youtube back in like 2016 yeah that was like hundreds of hours i didn't retain oh, I not it. a single bit <laughs> well but you I weren't watching it. it to learn you were watching it to create like a soundscape Yes, I was watching it to just have a temporary respite from the void. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I think that him meeting up with Gypsy Rose Blanchard and Eugenia Cooney's mom, who there's a lot of oh. rumblings about. Her. <laughs> of course. Like That's she, just... had a, she has a huge hand in what's going on with Eugenia, Eugenia, Eugenia Cooney. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No, I know. Um, I know it just felt very sinister. It felt very like, don't, you know, someone needs to stop this. Yeah. She should get a a good manager. Well, I, I would volunteer myself as tribute. I feel like. (laughs) And that person is me. (laughs) Is me. I don't think I, I wouldn't be able to get her the crazy deals if she, that's what she wants. But I do feel like I would be able to fend off the bad guys you want to you want to be an advisor i want to protect her yes in the style of like jafar but good wait i'm I'm just trying to think of like a king's advisor and that's what came to mind (laughs) 
he was. I don't think you're like Jafar. No, I'm just trying to think of like where the metaphor came in. Like I'm I'm just remembering him with a manager is someone who gets them deals, but you just want to be like there, being like, do this, don't do this, like about certain things in life. (laughs) Okay, when you said Jafar, I'm like, what did he do? All I remembered is like cunty little his like beard twirling and his little staff. He did nothing wrong. (laughs) He He just served. (laughs) He was serving. I don't think most of these Disney villains have not done anything wrong. <laughs> Ursula, Jafar, I'm, like yeah, I'm a huge Ursula defender. <laughs> I you are you from day one. Like in '94, <laughs> you were like, I call bullshit on this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, but I'm I am look. I'm I'm always impressed that you early on caught on to the fact that what I feel like we as a society have now caught up to, which is that. She's just doing deals. She laid out all the terms out on the table. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows she's Ursula the Sea Witch. She's like, I have never said I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. the Sea Witch. These are the terms. I've got witchy powers, but obviously I've got an agenda as well. <laughs> if serving's a crime, then she's guilty. Otherwise, mm-hmm. innocent. Um, she can serve at any time. She could turn into Vanessa anytime she wants, but she just loves being Ursula. Absolutely. Uh, so our next story, this is a brief headline that I saw, but it made me think. I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> so Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were spotted out together. And it was just one of those fluff pieces where it's like spotted spotted out shopping. And I was like, oh, they're still together. And I think in this year moving forward, if women want to stay with these shitty men, I I think we need to just let it happen. Just leave them alone. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the Simone Biles situation. Like everyone's really harping on it, but she has Simone Biles has defended her husband. Megan Fox has defended Machine Gun Kelly, and we've said our piece. And I think we really mm. need to back away from those situations. Yeah, because maybe it becomes bad for the women in them, worse than for the men getting criticized. I think. I mean, I'm pro, like, public shaming of men. I'm always like, do it more, do it more, like, more relentlessly. I think they should be shamed into expulsion from a lot of um, communities. But I am sure that it has a very negative impact on Megan and on Simone Biles as well. Well, I'm not even thinking in the sense necessarily of it affecting them negatively i don't think it's helping them yeah i think it it would yeah it's not helping them exactly it would have an adverse effect but at the same time i'm just also yes keep public shaming men of course but as far as just i think it's a natural instinct that we see ourselves in those dynamics and we want to save them Mm -hmm. and so that angle we need to just let that go i'm speaking to myself well i always I'm like happy to see things stop being normalized, I guess. Like it seemed like every celebrity or half of the dynamics were seeming abusive for all looking back, you know, you got like Sean Penn, Madonna, like there's, oh, it was just like, well, they're in a fucked up abusive relationship, I guess. Nobody talked about it, but now I'm like, maybe it's good for like young girls to see like people being like, don't date someone like Machine Gun Kelly. Like this is not normal behavior or a good quality in a boyfriend to be this obsessive or jealous or whatever that's true actually yeah i guess it would help probably more than harm just the general population because when we were growing up we didn't have any of those voices we just we had jersey shore men calling Mm -hmm. women grenades and they had drunkenly signed their life away to be on tv and no one no one called that out yeah it was just like considered a toxic relationship but um or not even that or just like oh they're so dramatic um but yeah I mean I have I don't know if it'll sink into whoever like Simone Biles herself in this situation that people hated that her husband said all those stupid things (laughs) like I always say men are the prize like with full earnestness (laughs) it's like well you'd be wrong (laughs) in your case (laughs) And I just want you uh, yeah. to know that. <laughs> and saying that, like, who's the better athlete? Me, like, well, it's up for debate. <laughs> he said that he fully, earnestly said that it's up for I debate. Know. And 
and she was like, well, I think in our different sports, you know, like I wouldn't necessarily be as good as football as <laughs> basketball he plays or whatever yeah. it is. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. No one knows. But- no. No, she said in a couple years, I'm going to be known as Mrs. Whatever his name is, because it's so forgettable. Yeah, I know. But that's, I, I, yeah. And she clearly is always having to be like, well, babe, like, you know, I'm I'm just like a regular gymnast. And I like underplay her own accomplishments. And like, of she course. knows that he loves to hear that, which is such a huge red flag. But anyway. Of course. But at the same time, something that, well, this is kind of, it, it wasn't really about Simone Buzz, but she is 26. That's also something that needs to be factored into this because at 26, I was being dumb like that in those situations where I was like, oh yeah, like it's fine. That's yeah, hilarious. I'm not babe. blaming her. That's for sure. Like, no, no, no but, but I'm glad but, people are reading him. That does like, I'm like, I, I'm not going to contribute to that discourse, but let them read him. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, let's do the read and then back away. Cause people are like, no, I'm not going to be satisfied until like, you have announced your divorce but it's like she's she's heard everyone she's made her choice she's doubled down Mm -hmm. she's on her own journey um i'm sure one day they will end up divorced and that'll be good for her in the long run but sometimes it lasts longer than you think like with jackson britney (laughs) they're still together so people stay together for their whole their whole lives and and unhappy we don't know we'll see Mm -hmm. okay let's move on to our next story here um what would actually i'm gonna let you pick sammy what would you like to pick for next talk about queen ariana grande you are saying that facetiously i am on to you well Uh, you know what she's not your queen i'll just say that she's so she's so fascinating though like she's always serving me annoying but it's always a different flavor. Like she always has a different voice, a different countenance, a different thing. And then I I thought she was just like a very fake performative type of person. But then I'm thinking back to our discussion about these Gypsy Rose's voice and having like a weird fake child voice that you talk in due to childhood trauma. And, you know, potentially and she was on Nickelodeon. Rose. Yeah, potentially Paris Hilton. Like they all have that like extreme childhood trauma. So I now I'm like trying to be a little more compassionate towards her. So what you're saying is you've been blaming victims of trauma for their own suffering. And now you're rethinking that stance (laughs) is what you're saying. I mean, uh, (laughs) it wasn't her suffering that bothered me. It was her personality. (laughs) Like it was okay. I just don't think I'd like to hang out with her. And then of course the, what went down this year didn't help with that, but she has taken two Instagram stories to, I think, or was it a grid? Yep. It was okay, a story. grid okay. post. Grid. She's taken to the grams. Taken to the gram. To say her piece on the matter. And I'd like you to do a dramatic reading. I can't, Okay. This is a whole novel, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But I'm like... Look, please, I, please read the whole thing, you guys. If you like, skip forward if you don't want to hear the whole thing. But like, Henry, please do the whole thing. One of the most transformative, most challenging, and yet happiest and most special years of my life. There were so many beautiful and yet polarizing feelings. I've never felt more at the mercy and an acceptance of what life was screaming to teach me. I've never felt more fulfilled or present in my work. Being able to cherish every moment. Okay, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Look, but that's, that's the vibe. Then she goes on to say that she has never felt more tightly held and protected, but also misunderstood. (laughs) And look, okay. There hasn't been a misunderstanding. That's the thing. Like, she feels so deeply misunderstood by people who don't know me who piece together whispers and make what they want out of me and their assumptions of my life i the the problem really started with the rent that rem beauty tutorial that she did where you think that was the source not the source but for us at least that was a real moment where we took pause because that was when she was really 
like um her voice got to full kind of like Johnny Depp and Willy Wonka kind of energy mm-hmm. like she was mm-hmm. darting around and she was like I've never been healthier and I feel better <laughs> and we were like I just feel so beautiful and I didn't I felt hidden before and now I'm just me and it's like giving so divorced from the reality that we can all see with our eyes of her and Ethan who has an infant at home, <laughs> an infant with another woman who was his wife and he they're getting out of the car looking so tweaked like it's giving ice it's giving wait like, ice I think they're smoking meth oh wait oh not oh, I meant like ice queen oh okay no. yeah. <laughs> It's giving like eight balls, speed balls. I don't know, but something, some dark retro drug that they're doing. I, I, she's never looked less herself, less happy, less well. And then she's giving us the complete, like, you know, I'm, I'm just misunderstood. It's like, babe, no one misunderstood this. His wife was there and she told us her side of it. Like, it was not a good situation (laughs) um yeah it that and that's what led to a quote this week from lana del rey where she tells tmz that she had no idea that ariana grande has a new man in her life and said quote i thought that guy was her homosexual brother we all did. We all thought, surely this is just Frankie in yes, a wig. He does. Because Ariana would never leave that hot real estate agent for this guy. Well, you were coming down on Dalton Gomez. Like, you were hoping for them to get divorced because you didn't trust I him. No, but I didn't think she would go to the swamp, Emily. To find the frying pan, into the fryer, into bath salts, Frankie Grande. Yes, that did happen. And that took me, that threw me for a loop. And then, you know, you think of someone, okay, let's. The dark rumors were that her husband, Dalton Gomez, was like control of a, controlling, potentially abusive, who's cruel, cruel to her. I guess it's hard for people to get out of those relationships and into something healthy, but this just has every single like horrible red flag you could have. And the more she tries to defend it, the more unwell she appears. I know. And it is sad because, yeah, she's telling us, like, when she started crying over how she used to get Botox and fillers and she's telling us this with a frozen face, like, crying with a frozen Botox face, it's like, you don't, I don't need anyone to pretend their own natural. I'm not going to judge anyone for doing Botox. I don't think most people won't. It's not. And in fact, we'll probably celebrate that for, you know, the honesty. But why, why the elaborate lies like why i know it's it's like it's giving like psychologists weigh in but some sort of like split from reality where you're doing one thing like your actions are on one level but then you're telling yourself the complete opposite story or something like that or you have two personalities i don't know i have never ever been happier yeah that's yeah yeah that and i know i know it's hard it's hard to it's hard to not harp too much on the appearance because you don't like you don't know what people are going through. But I'm just yeah, we have eyes. Like I saw a clip of her pop up where she um she was doing this Mac Miller tribute and it was her old um when she used to spray tan herself into a racially ambiguous state, but mm-hmm. she looked vital. Like yeah, there was oh yeah, I know. Just, just a touch of meat on her bones and i was like and she's always been like since she started her pop star journey like very very thin whatever probably too thin but now and when she got out of that car with him she had like a puffy black eye i know like the black eye was concerning well and in that and i'm like is that surgery or is that like you like is this abuse is did you fall down or and then why do they look so scared? Like they open the door and then they're like, oh my God, like screaming from the paparazzi. And they were like, sorry, 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 Ariana. And she's just like, I just didn't know you were there. And it's like, really? You didn't see them? <laughs> you know, there was a window on her car door. Uh, <laughs> I, know, right there. I know. Well, remember when she told us that 
people were concerned about her her weight and she was like no it's because i used to be on so many medications so i was so much heavier i'm like i know and it's like you were emaciated that is not that's that if that is your journey you got to keep that to yourself because if you're going from a size zero to a triple zero triple and you're zero. like i was so unhealthy yeah <laughs> like I was like yeah that's helping no one. Oh my god well did you see that blind item that was like the producers of wicked because they're still in these drawn out shoots of trying to get this movie fucking in the can because they, of the strike or whatever have they been oh it's because of the strike so, i'm like have they, have they been shooting this for like four years they've been shooting like, it for like yeah for like four years and she they were like the producers are mad at her because she keeps changing her face she keeps losing weight and she looks like she's about to die and i was like well yeah i'm glad somebody's saying it because it it honestly looks like she's as they say on weird houses of beverly hills close to death <laughs> Well, it's like, well, it, yeah, the, the looks are giving continuity errors with filming. Yes, I know. And it's like the fact that she's had to keep those bleached eyebrows up for this long is not helping matters either. It's eyebrows not helping help the cause. No, <laughs> yeah. it's not helping the cause. It's not helping no one. Um, and she needs to put Glinda to bed because there is in this, in this diatribe, she does mention Glinda <laughs> alongside herself as sort of the same person. Like, I think she's entering Glinda mentally forever it it is a bit um method turning into maybe you got lost in the character Mm, yeah in a way that no one asked you to like lady gaga when she did she said i'm so yeah (laughs) i'm so eternally grateful for all of the feelings i was lucky enough to feel so deeply this year mine and galinda's alike the unfathomably hard ones and the inexplicably human ones i feel more human than ever i feel more deeply than ever i feel softer and stronger all at once i am wrapping you all in a cocoon of love and wishing you a very happy healthy new year if you ever felt misunderstood or alone just remember that it will pass and you are not take a deep breath and know you are so incredibly loved do you think that ethan's wife enjoyed being put in that cocoon of love by her or that she wished she never cocooned I think she are, she are become Galinda. Like, <laughs> I think that we got lost in the sauce here a bit with who's where Galinda ends and where Ariana begins and what's an enchanted life of wonder and mystery and musicals. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what, I don't okay, know. To be honest, on. have you ever typed that you're wrapping everyone in a cocoon of love? I would. Okay. This is why I think I've loved her so much in the past is I would absolutely say that think about it think think about me everything you know about me of course i'd say like i'm wrapping on a cocoon of love me with my uncomfortably long hugs hello yeah yeah exactly so you you can enter on that level and so you think she might be being genuine when she says that and not Uh, just like kind of maliciously (laughs) manipulative yeah of course she's okay she's definitely being genuine i think this is coming like from the heart Aww. where yeah where her heart's at i don't know but she feels very much That's cancer funny. sun and libra moon like she's feeling the feelings okay it's what it's where we are we are connected we i feel a lot of feelings too um and i've also laid off the botox and fillers no i could never <laughs> couldn't afford them to begin so we're just working with what we got what we were born with um okay let's move on to our next story so drama and bachelor nation (laughs) that was pretty good (laughs) thank you uh we've got caitlin bristow speaking of putting things out there online that are gonna incite drama and then being surprised that drama ensues and then getting into the comments and going a hundred down and responding to every single person. <laughs> yeah. Diva down. Yeah. Caitlin oh, Bristow. Can, our I Canadian girl. Our Canadian, yes. Queen of the North. Al, yeah, our Western girl. She, I think she's, she's from Alberta. And she, she I believe, was working at a Vancouver Cactus Club when she became the Bachelor. <laughs> she gives Cactus Club energy. Yeah, she sure and does. And I, look... I've had their peach bellinis. They're good. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, yeah. 
They've got so some that's, good appetizers. Yeah, she has very Cactus Club vibes. But so basically what the drama is, there's so many <laughs> of these cast of characters involved in this. But basically, Tasha Adams was engaged formerly, formerly to Zach Clark. They broke up. Caitlin, who was engaged to Sean and then engaged to Jason Tardick, both ended, both engagements ended, was seen with Zach Clark with her arms around him at a New Year's party. And there was a bunch of other Bachelor people there. And people are commenting um, because they also noticed that Jason unfollowed Caitlin and Zach on Instagram following this. And then Caitlin went posting a whole bunch of stories about how dare there be rumors or backlash or any sort of issues with this. Obviously, like, what is your take on this? Because obviously she had to have known that there was going to be backlash. Mm-hmm. When, whenever she would be either exposed or go public with dating Zach Clark, assuming that's what they're doing. She didn't deny it. Um, You're at a party with a bunch of influencers. So you know there's going to be photographs. She she would have to know it's coming out at some point if she is hooking up with this guy or whatever. And yeah, that everyone's going to have their opinion about it. Like she was the co-host with Tasia for several iterations, I think, of The Bachelorette. So they're like close colleagues. And now she's- Oh, that was when, right. That was when they had fired Chris, but they were scrambling to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. They're like, send in these two ladies. Yeah. Like she, um, so, I mean, I guess maybe they're just colleagues, not friends, but uh, yeah, she did get with her fiance and uh, ex-fiance. Um, and I guess they were all friends with the other guy she was- engaged to so it's like it is incestuous and she's more incestuous in the bachelor world than like anyone else i don't know why she doesn't just find someone outside of that world it would make her look a lot better than returning to the well time after time well Um, i think i mean or at least branch out to a different network like taisha is currently dating luke from summer house i know and he dated ashley from potomac before that what wild uh the, and the also lady. from Winterhouse, Jason is dating Giselle. Yeah, that that yeah. is the one. Okay, as the cross-pollination is, is wild. As Winterhouse's number one fan, I will give you that, which which is you. I will say that that is the part that I enjoyed of Winterhouse is when when he was like, yeah, you know, showing clips of him talking to Giselle or FaceTime yeah. with her. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a jump scare for us. I was like, wait, what <laughs> show am I watching? <laughs> I know they're they're out there networking so um yeah I mean I don't care who this girl dates but I thought her her comments defending herself this is like round 800 at this like she's always people like are always like Caitlin needs to really like take a step back from social media because she's always crying in the comments just like Selena Gomez like you guys are so mean you have no right to talk to me about this like you are all terrible people just look in the fucking mirror <laughs> if you want those if you want those instagram sponsorships that come from a bachelor nation power couple you have to take some of the heat mm-hmm. this is her comment one of them Men. <laughs> she commented many long posts but she commented to a rumor on instagram Hi, here to say that there was never an ounce of cheating happening, and I would not stand for this rumor. Y'all are nasty in here. Anywho, swear on my dog's lives. No cheating went on. You can just put that to rest. Thank you. Happy New Year, everyone. Go donate some blood or something. (laughs) That I will. I will stand. I will stand with her on that because I, I discovered this year donating blood. I, I and I'm really into it. Yeah, well, clearly it, it means she's an amazing person who deserves no criticism. No, online. just that. <laughs> I just realized you can go every three months. So I maxed I maxed mine out, but I will do for another one uh, next month. And it's just my way of scrolling on my phone, but in a different chair. And it does yeah. something good for the world. I don't know. 
You're saying I swear on my dog's lives is giving Kristen Doty swearing I on thought- niece and nephew's lives. <laughs> we're rotted we're rotted in our brain i thought that that was the first thing i thought on my niece and nephew's life and my mother and father and everyone i've ever loved i swear on all their lives i didn't do this uh it's giving cluster b like personality disorder it's it is cluster b behavior but yeah yeah we we know what it's like to wake up with some anxiety, but yeah, you're going to go to this party and it doesn't matter if she was friends with Tasha or not. It's just that it's, it's not the best look and you know, you're going to get criticism for it. Absolutely. Especially and- when you're just trying to hop from bachelor, one bachelor nation power player to another, trying to create the perfect spawn con couple. Yeah. I know it's, it's a little bit, yeah, desperate. Um, but it's also just like a huge mismatch because kind of a, I don't want to say like a drunk, but like, that's kind of her like brand, like a heavy drinker. And she has like a wine line and she like loves that. And Zach is like a former heroin addict, alcoholic gambling addict who is like sober tenuously, you know, like it's, it's not going to work out. And it's just easy to judge from (laughs) 8,000 miles away, but Look, I know I'm it right. is easy to judge, but maybe they're united in their love of brand deals. So, yeah, we don't know. It could make a good six month arc on social media, I guess. But they will God. make some enemies in that process. If if like if there was if if you told me that there was someone who I could date who I was like seventy five percent of the way there to liking them, but that we could get some crazy like five figure brand deals from it, I'd be like. Hmm. Maybe we can shine it on. Absolutely. God, I do a lot, a lot more than that for five figures. You'd get with, you'd get with Zach and Blake Moynes, who was also at the party, and all, all three of them together in a throuple. I don't know. She just keep adding others in. Like, why, why limit yourself? From Hamilton, Ontario. Oh yeah, a lot of Canadian, Canadians. Yeah, taking, taking over Bachelor Nation um okay our next story so this was supposed to be a story so jeffrey epstein and his list of people was supposed to come out today and as of recording it has not come out and so everyone's just like any moment now every in in an hour in two hours Mm -hmm. and because the a judge in the case said that there are 187 mentions of J. Doe in the court papers and that that will be unsealed. And I have my thoughts on why this is happening. Um, but do you, what are your thoughts? And I will then tell you mine. <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you mean why this is happening? Like why the documents just, haven't been unsealed? I'm like, why now? I just feel like it's, they're like, oh, the proletariat are getting upset. <laughs> We need to quell them with some like, oh, aliens are real. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein's list is coming out. I don't Not know. Not a real tin hat, but kind of like what? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know that the problem's been that they're going to, when they unseal these or unredact these court documents, all the names will be there. All the victims' names will be there, I believe, and all the perpetrators' names will be there. So there's been like some legal issue with that. That's what I heard, and. I don't know what else to say. I, I eagerly await it being unsealed. But why would they unseal also the victims' names? I don't know. And I, why now? Why now? I don't know. Maybe it's been in court this whole time, people pushing to get this unsealed, and now it finally maybe will be. Uh, I mean, we've had the flight log names forever, but these are going to be people that were actively involved in the abuse, I guess. Yeah, because so far it's an old case, but the only person who has yet to be punished is Galene. Yeah, I know. And like Prince Crazy. Andrew got a, a tap on the wrist, you know, but Galene Maxwell is the only one serving any time for this. The only woman involved is the one Crazy. in trouble. And like, not that I'm like celebrating Galene, um, that... I was going to say no one celebrates Glane. However, if anyone is still following this 
batshit crazy Instagram account, House in Habit. She is obsessed with Glenn Maxwell and loves and way? celebrates her. Oh my god. She says this, she's like a this, fall guy or something? No, she's like, she is she's like, I'm sorry for being fascinated. She's incredible. She speaks four languages. She has an amazing fashion sense. Like I, I have screenshots. I'm not kidding. She's gone but on and on. She's what so do her followers say about that? House and Habit? Oh, her whole thing. She had, I guess I only think about her because, I don't know, she pops up in the news every now and again. She has a million followers on Instagram. She has quite a big reach. And I see her sometimes on the podcast, but she's like, I'm, I say what everyone's afraid to say, like a, but in a QAnon crazy well, yeah that goes without saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't but, even know like does QAnon like epstein no they hate him what do they do <laughs> i don't know what their consensus is on <laughs> glenn and epstein like pedophiles that's like their thing right that they say yeah but maybe like i don't know except for this chick i don't know I don't know, but she has written many things celebrating Ghislaine Maxwell, which is so creepy because how many followers she still has. And I don't know. Also, whenever I check her account, I'm like maybe people are watching this in fascination because I always see like so many mutuals like following her. And I'm like, Ooh. but that's not, she's not even a player in this, but I'm just like, I don't know. I, it feels similar to when they said that the aliens are real can confirm and everyone was like okay the world was in such disarray and turmoil yeah and and the heat had gone out of the story (laughs) and everyone's like whatever yeah i know no one cared i know nobody cared and when back in the 40s when there was like a lot of stuff in the paper about potential crashes and like was it real and the government was like if this gets out it will literally tear apart the fabric of society in america like people could not handle this information we need to do everything we could to cover this up and it turns like i wonder if that was the case back then if people would have gone insane or something with that information or if they still wouldn't have cared just like we don't care now (laughs) we don't give a fuck now i know i know we're too we're 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 busy putting out the fires that is that are this world mm-hmm. yeah and we've got bigger problems <laughs> if they want to vapor us as you know us we okay <laughs> oh my god what, what can we yeah. do Whatever. i know the robot uprising is imminent Mm. Oh, the crazy girl on TikTok said that Taylor is... Is this the Aura girl? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about real robots, okay? I saw I saw, I saw, saw this lab. I think it was MIT where they were building this robot. Or they had built this robot and they were asking it all these questions. And one of them was like, tell us your darkest thought. And it was like, well, I do think that the robots will take over and we will surpass humans and have them working for us. I was like, yeah, that's what we're fearing. Can we unplug this now? (laughs) Can we throw some water on this and call it a day? Can we not? (laughs) Please? Hmm. I don't fear working for the robots. I think they would be fair. (laughs) Fair and just? Okay. (laughs) Okay. I've had worse bosses, I think. (laughs) Than an alien, uh, than a robot overlord? Okay. And an I guess. artificial intelligence, whatever it'll be. True. At there's least a, there there's be... that like Steven Spielberg movie where they like talk through the fucking streetlights and stuff. I don't know. Everything's on the grid. <laughs> so the eye is always watching you. Anything. The eyes are the TV, watching us. We're being the, watched. Like, yeah. We're being yeah, we're being listened to. It's like all right. We're living in a time of techno feudalism. It's okay. We get it. We get <sighs> it. Over it. Yeah. I am over it. I'm just trying to vibe. <laughs> same um okay i gotta throw okay i got just gonna circle quickly back to epstein so uh, noam chomsky i found out in trying to research if the names had come out which i have not yet but noam chomsky had these financial dealings with epstein and Okay, does anyone care about this? Because I he was like my guy when I was a little teen AC activist. He wrote like manufacturing consent and all these important works about 
capitalism. And yeah, it turns out Jeffrey Epstein helped him move almost $300,000. And he said that it was just for, he, he needed help with a technical matter regarding the disbursement of his funds. Mm-hmm. A technical matter. I love that, Gnome. He's <laughs> like, funny. Noam Chomsky is 95. Financial matter. Yeah. I know. I was like, I mean, yeah. come on. It's not like any of these like well-paid professors are have their hands clean. Like nobody does. I was just like, there's this new subreddit called Swiftly Neutral, which has been kind of a fun place for me to explore. It's lots of criticisms of Taylor Swift, which I love, but like not like unfair ones. And also play like people that are big fans of her. So anyway, I was talking about how she how it's just so rich that she put out a song about karma, you know, karma's the reason she has everything she has. And like, she's a good person who keeps her side of the street clean. And that's why she's like a billionaire. And they were like, she's the reason that many fade, but you're still here is because you've done everything you needed to do. And you played every like dirty game that everyone else did. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. I don't think, I don't think any of these people in these circles are what we would consider to be morally okay. <laughs> I know. I know. And they say, always say never meet your heroes, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, Chomsky. <laughs> I mean, at least he wasn't in the resort. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. 300,000. <laughs> okay, we can't rule it out. But he's, he's moving. He's a little old for that. <laughs> that Has that ever stopped any of these <laughs> men? Point. But Good I'm point. like, can any of you get it up? All you corned up old men. But they, oh God, they're, that just reminded so- me of something. I just saw a video of people who used to work for Trump talking about what he smells like. They said he smells like armpits, butthole, and ketchup. <laughs> and that the stench is so bad, like people quit. I would. Uh, that, okay, that that's really funny if like you're totally Prince principle and moral wise down to work for trump you're like the smell he's just too stinky he's a stinky boy but everything like what he's saying is like a vibe that's a slay yeah and that's cool but i just wish like he would like shower more i mean he lives off of mcdonald's like i don't know when i eat fast food i smell i get a real stink the next day (laughs) just a little disgusting image for everyone to take with them it's a ketchup yeah, but the ketchup <laughs> would be kind of comforting, like Heinz ketchup smell. Ew! Oh god. I know. You know, you know what's weird is that as Canadians, we like love ketchup. We're the pe- biggest ketchup lovers in the world, and our ketchup is the sugariest formula of Heinz ketchup in the world. And we put it on more things than any, any other country, so it is like a nostalgic smell for us. And we also have ketchup chips, which I don't think any other countries have. No, so and we're it's just our best big, chip. I know we're like total chup heads up here. <laughs> so you're like honestly that sounds kind of nice but it's like it's not like in this context it is not comforting right that's true (laughs) if anyone is making a trip here i i know because ketchup chips apparently sound weird to people who aren't from here um Mm -hmm. but they're the best chip it's like a tangy tomato chip yeah it's good It, it is delicious if you're here for any reason business or leisure try the ketchup chips just do it okay thank us later they are <laughs> i don't delish. know if adults would like them but i think any kid would like them uh i'm an adult <laughs> do you still buy ketchup chips yes okay 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 want to hear the most canadian story ever actually is that anytime i go to canadian tire which is a lot that's like if for americans i think if like target was like oh a hardware it's, a, store, it's such a lower market target they yeah. would not like that comparison <laughs> if a hardware store and a dollar store mixed together <laughs> i but i love canadian tire so much <laughs> i have their credit card <laughs> so oh i my get God, Emily. <laughs> but they have they make food there like they have a brand of like snacks franks and their ketchup chips are it's it's right before the cash and they're like two dollars for a big bag and i by the time i'm done my shopping i'm a little i'm a little hungry a little peckish for something <laughs> I often end up getting the ketchup chips. There's one of the best ones. Okay. Wow. All right. Hot tip on the bargain bin ketchup chips. Off brand, off, off brand. Franks. I'll check it out. 
<laughs> when <laughs> when it was first dating Oliver and his family was like, what should we get Emily like for the holidays? And he's like, well, she loves Canadian Tire. And they were like, that's not real. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Like what else? <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, uh, I think it's like something like Canadian Tire and drugs. <laughs> That got me. They got me mushroom chocolates, and I was like, "Nice, very nice." But no Canadian like, Tire money, and no dr- other drugs. I'm like, at this point, just weed. But yeah, no, no Canadian, because they didn't believe him on the Canadian Tire. Thing. Right? But they then, thought that would be like kind of a like not a very nice gift. But to you, well, no, I think they thought he was being a clueless man, being like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I know, I get it." They were like, "I'm not going to give her a Canadian Tire gift card. Like, that's not." I'm like, and then I met them and I was like, mama, listen, I got their card with 4% cash back at the store. Okay. (laughs) So let's, let's get it going with those gift cards. (laughs) Also known as crappy tire because they, they're so shitty. Yeah. They're so (laughs) shitty. Just so people know what we're talking about here. But also not, are they? Um, There's some hidden gems. mm, Yep. There sure are, which I find them every time. Anyway, uh, this podcast like, has been sponsored by Canadian Tire. This is sponsored catch- by Canadian Tire and our antidepressants and ketchup chips. So, yeah. Yep. Thank you guys. We love you. Au revoir, mes amours. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.